Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Let's gab. Um, well, we're, we're on. Hey, mics are hot. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Okay. Um, I got to brainstorm to see if I have any someday you'll laugh about this moments this week. What about you? Well, I feel like I've shared a lot lately. I think okay. it goes in spurts. Do you feel yeah. like that? Like mm-hmm. the universe just like takes like turns. Several things happen to you and then you get a little break, yeah. which is nice. Yeah. You need to be able to come up for air every now and then. <laughs> so this is funny. And this is regarding a listener, a, a listener in my interaction. So she's probably going to be listening to this. And I told her, I'm like, we might be sharing this on the podcast. And we were just laughing. So I was going down to the gym and um, it's hard because our elementary school in our area, the one that my kids and her kids go to, they like start an hour later than the rest of the schools. It's kind of hard to explain, but the buses were too full and all this stuff. So they had to bump us an hour later. So it just throws off your morning a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of rushing. So I was rushing to get to my nine. They changed the night, the exercise class to 915 okay. so that people who had kids at that school, cause it was yeah. affecting a lot of people. So we were, you're still kind of rushing though. And it's like box other school district. If you only not know the ripple effect that I have strength uh, at nine <laughs> and jazzercise at nine forty five. Yeah. <laughs> so and jazzercise is not just me being a joke. It's real. Allison goes to jazzercise. Hey, no shade. Listen, except for, I feel like you are giving me shade it's right just, now. I just feel like people that I'm like making that up to yeah. be funny. It's real and it's I still actually is, is go happening. to Jazzercise. And I have you guys. gone to Jazzercise with you. And it's a great workout. It's a good time. So, anyway, and I have several instructors and gabbers that are my Jazzercise friends. Mm-hmm. And this happens to be one of them. Mm-hmm. But I pulled up to a light and I was waiting to turn left. And naturally, you know, what do you do when you're sitting at a light? You get on your phone. No, you should not do that. But I did. I was checking my email and waiting for, I was tracking a package and <laughs> super important. And all of a sudden, I hear this. Beep. And it's like, I looked up and the light was green. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh gosh, I'm embarrassed. So I kind of like, we did the little wave, you know, yeah. like, sorry. And kept driving. As I'm driving, I'm like, this person's like changing lanes as the same as me. Okay. They're turning the same as me. They're oh, they're hunt, pulling they're hunting in. you down. No, <laughs> no. But I was like, they're going to jazzercise right now. Cause I couldn't <laughs> tell who it was. And so I pull into the parking lot. They pull in the parking lot. I'm like, this is embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. She might be a little embarrassed. Mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So then once she pulls in, I see this sticker on the back of her window of her mm-hmm. business. Uh-huh. And I knew who it was oh, immediately. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> so then I go into the gym. And when she walks in, we just like meet eyes. And she's like, I'm kind of embarrassed. And I was like <laughs> laughing so hard. And so then I start telling the class, like, mm-hmm. and the instructor, like, so-and-so was laying on her horn and she's like, I was not, I was, it was a friendly beep. And do you remember our road rage episode where mm-hmm. like we were talking about, there is there's a difference. A, there's a beep and there's a, yeah. and she definitely did. It was a very like non-aggressive beep. beep and just kind of like, Hey, and I was like, listen, I'm just giving you crap. Like I was in the wrong. I was on my phone at the stoplight. <laughs> and so now it's just like this funny thing. So then I walked in the other day and my teacher's like, did you have any, anybody honk at you today? Like, you know, and she, she's just like, Oh my gosh. Well, I honked at a guy on the way here and I instantly felt bad. <laughs> I'm like, it really Why was did you him. see that he was crying or something? He he pulled over, he threw his hands in the air and pulled over. So I felt really bad. I feel like it was maybe an old man that was frustrated oh, on the road. Uh-huh. And I was like, ah, I'm a jerk. Why did you honk at him? So what were you your know reasons? when you get like, so you're trying to get on the freeway heading to your house from my house. Yeah. You know how you stop at that light mm-hmm. or you can just keep merging on yeah. to the, the freeway. Right. He was coming to a full stop. 
on oh. that merch. And you're like, and I was I'm like, going to get rear-ended. Yeah. Bro, we're coming in hot. Yeah. We're gaining speed to get to the I-15. <laughs> you have so to I merge assertively. Certain, yeah. He started stopping because the other cars had a red light, but it's not for our lane. Yes. And he threw his hands up immediately, like, pulled over, like, I'm getting out of the way for you, witch. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I see him mouth that. that. I'm getting out, out of the, the way, way for, for you, witch. witch. <laughs> <laughs> so I really felt bad because he seemed very thrown yeah. off but it's like a panic like i we had there's situ- other cars gonna yes. come up fast we had that situation where we were turning into target in mm-hmm. riverdale which is just a nightmare anyway mm-hmm. and the person who turned in front like literally stopped mm-hmm. after they turned in and we were following them mm-hmm. so we're like we're gonna get our a yeah hit people on riverdale road have no mercy <sighs> no they're flying in there Right. Whether you like it or not. But they apparently were trying to make an immediate left into a parking lot. Oh. But drive around. Applebee's. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> Applebee's. And I'm like, I'm like, listen. You're not going to be eating good in the neighborhood if you get in a car crash. No. And not if I have anything to say about it. <laughs> if you make me hit you because my mm-hmm. butt was hanging out and I wasn't even mm-hmm. driving. I was with my friends. But we were like, ah. And mm-hmm. she's like laying on the horn. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like there's multiple different entrances, entrances into the Applebee's parking lot. Mm-hmm. So just like move along. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, a couple road rage incidents made me think of our... <laughs> road rage episode that we had. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, this subject matter, I told Spencer when he was like, what are you collecting stories for? And I said, birth stories. And he immediately got the emoji eek face. Eek. Sorry, what? You know that eek face that the yeah, emoji Yeah, sorry. I makes? missed what you were saying at the beginning. I, said- I was reading a story. <laughs> so when I told Spencer what topic we were collecting for right it was his face i know so this has been on the docket <laughs> for the gap fest docket for a little while now because we were like do we go there it's a little much right well it can be mm-hmm. and we do have male listeners mm-hmm. bottom line though it's very natural this is a part of life we all it's had nature. to have this happen to be here uh-huh so and from from the stories that i've gathered there's nothing very um, graphic graphic or gruesome. It's more just funny scenarios or weird, right. wacky things happening amongst okay. the already ensuing chaos. Right. You know? And let's be honest, like inherently having a baby is just an awkward situation. Mm-hmm. Like I, yes, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's wonderful. Of course. <laughs> but it's also incredibly uncomfortable, scary. Uh-huh. You have no pride. Your Everyone's seen all your bits. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Like you're so vulnerable mm-hmm. and you're not yourself. Mm-mm. Like it brings out everyone's a true weird colors side, yeah or a maybe weird... not even true colors it's might not even, even be fair no it's not it's it's more just like it brings out a side of you you may not know had is existed right right <laughs> we are talking labor and delivery stories mm-hmm. and and i actually asked for some as well if if any of you were like l and d nurses mm-hmm. doctors because those are funny too and you mm-hmm. you get the weirdies and don't worry uh, HIPAA's not coming after you because you're not saying any details. So it's just a story. <laughs> no names, no hospital locations, nothing will be disclosed. Right. So going along with the nurses, uh-huh. this listener wrote in, she said that the nurses, they, they were trying to be really nice. Mm-hmm. They would come in and check on her and all this kind of stuff. And they'd look at her and be like, oh, you look great. You don't look like you've even had a baby. Yeah. And I think when you're in your normal state of mind, that you're like, oh, thanks or whatever. Yeah. But she was just feeling not great. Yeah. She was sick of them saying stuff like that. So, <laughs> like I said, you're not, usually- How dare you compliment me? Yeah. Usually in your right mind, you appreciate a compliment yeah. and you write it in your gratitude journal later that <laughs> night. But this person was kind of sick of it and your hormones are going and you're not feeling great. Right. So the next nurse that came in and said that type of thing, she snapped and said, well, the baby didn't come out of my face. <laughs> So that's probably why this looks fun. That doesn't. And uh, if you could check on that, 
I'd appreciate it. And and the nurse because it doesn't match. What's going on up here is not reflective. It doesn't match the downstairs. Nope. We're looking at a new construction slash unfinished basement situation. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she's like, I know it was such a not nice thing to say yeah and i said well how did she react yeah and she said oh she immediately was like <gasps> looking at the ground i was like i'm so sorry and you're right i shouldn't say anything i'm sorry I, I didn't mean it to come across anything bad and she's like she didn't talk to me for the rest of the thing oh and um the rest of her stay yeah and so then uh this listener felt like she needed to write her a card yeah <laughs> <laughs> and say i apologize i snapped i just Feeling very emotional, right? At Hormonal, the time. Mm-hmm. all the things. Just trauma, body trauma just happened. Uh-huh. I know your answer to this, okay. but I'm curious about our gabbers, and maybe we'll put up a little poll. Mm-hmm. Help me remember that. Okay, we record these in advance, and mm-hmm. so I forget what I make promises to, and I need <laughs> Brit's help to be like, remember oh, how you said man. you were going to do this, and maybe I should take notes. Maybe I should mm-hmm. have a pencil nearby. Yeah, probably. Novel um, idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have a good memory because listen to us tell these stories, but then it's like, sometimes I don't. Yeah. So anyway, um, I am one that love, okay. Beyond the 30 days, that was a little long to stay mm-hmm. at the hospital. I am one though with my other babies where I wanted to just max out the 48 hours. Yeah. I didn't, I wasn't in a hurry. I like people taking care of me. Sue me. And my baby. Yeah. <laughs> I want my baby too, but like, I just feel so out of sorts. Mm-hmm. My body's struggling a lot that I'm Diapers like, are provided for you on a cart. Right. And they just like bring your baby to you. Uh-huh. And then if you're like- Also your meals. You're like, I need a nap. What's not to love? Right. And so some people are like, no, I want to be out of there early, early no. discharge. I'm like, can you do those hours transfer? Like if she doesn't want to take the remaining six hours, can you add it to mine? <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Or can you- can you spot me 10 grand? Right. If I'm going to leave early, I need yeah. to count. I That's to true. If, if you're going to leave early, at least reimburse. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you think? Yes. It's yes. kind of like when it's ridiculous at restaurants, mm-hmm. how when you say, okay, I want guac, they're mm-hmm. like, that's a million dollars extra. And then if you're like, no sour hold, cream, hold no pico, whatever. which I never get pico or mm-hmm. hold the tomatoes, are they taking money off? No. No. Works both ways, folks. (laughs) So same thing with your hospital stays in labor. Mm -hmm. A lot of people too have feelings about, do we like have people in the room? Do we not? Mm -hmm. Um, This listener said when they went into labor, they didn't tell a soul. Really? They were at the hospital all day and there was a huge car accident by her parents' house and they couldn't get a hold of them. She said her husband finally responded and said that, oh, we're good. And then they (laughs) didn't say anything about like, we're at the, we're actually Uh at the hospital. It's fine. And- so finally called them at 10 p.m. after the baby was born and told them, hey, you have a grandchild. She said they didn't find out the sex and they would not tell the parents either until they came to the hospital the next day. She said her mother-in-law didn't believe them until the baby made a noise. And, <laughs> like then, a she was, noise yeah, and then she was completely shocked. She said both parents were mad. But hey, she said, if you weren't there to put the baby in, you can't come to get the baby out. <laughs> she highly recommends. So this is fact, loaded. This is a little this loaded. loaded. Um, the fact that the parents were both mad meant that they both wanted to be there, but she didn't want it. Right. And you're like, but maybe they just wanted to be in the lobby. But yeah. maybe for her, maybe for her and for her husband, that was too much pressure. Sometimes if you're like, if you know everyone's out there and just like chomping at the bit. Right. And you're like, you're really going through something. Okay. Right. I can't be responsible. Right. And I feel responsible for some stupid reason. Right. That you're like, oh my gosh. Or like sometimes you feel, I know I feel like I have to host people. Like if they're there uh-huh. on behalf of Does me. Does everyone have their appetizers like yeah. ordered off of Grubhub? Yeah. Like, okay. Just making sure. So maybe they were just like, I just need to be in the moment, not worry about anybody else. Mm-hmm. 
maybe she knows these parents and maybe but, she's like, they'll head here. Yeah, they'll, they'll come, come here, here. Whether I say so or not, <laughs> you know, um, this listener, I'm excited because she sent in a couple of stories because she is a labor nurse. Okay. She said there was a delivery room with the mom was there and several family members. They were allowed five visitors. So they, allowed, they, they, got maxed all five. Out. they maxed it out. They get pretty personal with their patients because they often spend, you know, a 12 hour shift right. with these people. And so she kept noticing as she'd go in and checking in and stuff that they were always like, oh yeah, grandma, they would talk to grandma. But okay. she was like, it just seems like it's her mom and maybe like just younger people in there. She's like, I've never noticed anyone that looks, that seems like a grandma. Grandmotherly. Yeah. And she was kind of confused. Then she f- was like, oh, I heard you talking to your grandma, but I feel like I haven't even seen her when I've come in. So weird. And she found out <laughs> that her grandma was in an urn on the oh. windowsill. Oh. And they were talking to grandma. I thought it was a ghost. No. <laughs> Almost. What's just worse? <laughs> Speaking to an inanimate object? object or a ghost? Right. No, there was an urn that had been sitting on the windowsill the whole time, and people were addressing grandma. Like she was just there. Like in she the was room. there. They all of a sudden are just like, <laughs> you're we so found, funny. <laughs> we found a way around the five visitors rule. We have six. <laughs> grandma, look, <laughs> you're on the precipice of dying anyway. So you could take one for the team. You can still be there in spirit or in ash. <laughs> Oh my god! We found a way around the five person. <laughs> this person's like, no, I just, really would love Grammy's spirit here. Well, she her was spirit such a, is there with or without always, the ashes, she's guys. With you. Don't don't worry, yeah. she's there. You don't need to carry her around. Is this girl carrying the urn in her car every time she wants? I actually I mean? get really concerned, just logistically, yeah. about people carrying ashes, yeah. around, yeah. Because I always I'm like panicked, thinking that it's going to be a meet the parent situation right. where it gets tipped over, right? Where it gets jostled in a way that the ashes spill out, and right? It, and it, it was a rest before a ghost, right? It's like you're going to release spirits. release my ashes in right. the lobby of a right. of a hospital. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, let's, we'll, we'll shift gears a little bit because okay. we don't have anything to, to segue with an urn. It's only happened once so far that we know of. Okay. <laughs> Wait, that we haven't been able to find a segue or the urn in the labor and delivery room has only happened once. <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm like, I don't have another story like, that can segue with an urn. This listener, she said, this is labor and delivery adjacent. Okay. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> but she was at work one morning. All of a sudden she had a huge pain in her stomach that she threw up. Luckily, it wasn't just like mid-meeting or on her cubicle. She made it to the bathroom. Um, (laughs) But she was like, okay, maybe I just had like a crazy flu all of a sudden. Anyway, it did not get any better. So she went to the doctor and he's like, due to your pain level and heart rate. So you know when you're like in way high stress? Yeah. It's like, and so apparently the pain was like sending it. He's like, we need to just go straight to the ER. Oh my gosh. So when your doctor says go to the ER, it must be really bad. Yeah. Uh, if they cannot attend, right? right. Like, what are you doing, Doc? Right. Um, don't you have the same equipment as the ER? I mean, ER is just for when you can't make it to the... I don't know. I Never don't mind know. details. Um, but her mom ended up coming to be with her in the ER. Yeah. And um, she was actually prepping her younger son to go into minor surgery the next day. Oh, no. <laughs> She's like, way to pull focus, Mammy. <laughs> It's always got to be about they, you. And they started, they could not figure out what was going on. So she said there was like six hours of blood tests, x-rays, oh my gosh. ultrasounds, waiting in the doctor's All office. All the while, was she just like throwing up and so sick, I'm just, guessing? I think she was just like in horrible pain yeah. in her stomach. And maybe she thought she was on that show. Like I thought before one time. Right. I'm a pregnant. I didn't know it. Right. 
they finally realized she's got an ovarian cyst on her uh-huh. left ovary mm-hmm. and she'd need to go into the surgery as soon as possible. She wakes up from surgery. The doctor came in to check and she asked him if she was able to keep her ovary or if they had to remove it like mm-hmm. they had talked about. And he said, yeah, we had to remove your left ovary and your left uterus. Wait, Sorry. isn't there just... Mo- yes, most of the time. Did he... Is this like... Dr. Kevorkian? Like, what's happening? <laughs> so what anyway. kind of, what hospital are you at, ma'am? <laughs> he pulls out a jar. <laughs> oh Want to see gosh. it? Oh, gosh. <laughs> you remember when people used to get to take their tonsils home? Oh, yeah. That was disgusting. Whack attack. And you didn't, but my cousin did, and it was on his shelf for years. <laughs> Just these tonsils, these little sick, sick, oh, literally. I would that's be like, why. they don't take your tonsils because they're thriving. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like they're like, your tonsils are textbook perfect i'd like to take them out they're taking them out because they're diseased and they won't get better and so now you have diseased flesh in a bottle and they just like no as a parent no i would never Mm -mm. gosh i I would throw them out the car window yes like if i for some reason ended up with (laughs) them on the way home (laughs) forget it someone's someone's just walking by and they get slapped (laughs) with some tonsils (laughs) (laughs) okay so then, obviously, very confused, as we are right now. Yeah. He goes, you probably don't remember our conversation because you were so out of it. So he said, let me, Hold let me on. just break don't this down for you. Don't have crucial medical conversations while I'm inebriated. Yeah. Like, if I if I am under anesthesia, yeah. just coming out, he's like, let me tell you the details. So once they were in surgery, they were able to see what was really happening inside her body. Okay. And they found a second, smaller left uterus that was only attached to her left ovary so every time so they thought that was a cyst but was it actually actually a full-on second uterus oh my gosh yeah and she said every time that she would have her period the fluid had nowhere to go but into that ovary so she said the doctor estimated that the cyst that was created was about 10 centimeters and finally it was done filling up with fluid and burst that, so it was like a burst appendix, but yeah. a burst ovary. And that's what was sending, making her a burst, throw up. Yeah. They said they cleaned out two liters of fluid. <gasps> two liters? You guys, that is a, that a, is a little Caesar's size <laughs> root beer. Root beer. <laughs> oh my like, gosh. where is it all going? Like, so she said, needless to say, she lost a ton of weight. Yeah. Two liters or more. Right. And she says, I feel a lot better now. <laughs> like, oh I would guess so. <laughs> Uh, and she says, I still have my main uterus. Yeah. <laughs> and, but, and, she, and then only one ovary. The other section, that, the left side was, I guess, needed to go. Altogether. Um, but she said, that luckily, her little brother's surgery that was already planned and prepped yeah. was in the same hospital where she was. Okay. So her mom didn't have to drive across. Oh, good. Across, across town. town to multiple hospitals to tend to two kids. They all know um, this mom very well. Yeah. In all the wings. <laughs> hey, Brenda. Yeah, and she's like, also, I'm going to be popping into the mental health wing when this is all said and done because I'm exhausted. And then was able to tend to both of them at home to recover. But I had no idea it was physically possible. Anything is physically possible. I mean, if we're going there. But to have another uterus, to not know that you have another uterus, Uh but I can see it happening because before you have babies, you're not poking and prodding around in there too much. No. You're not. You're at a don't ask, don't tell situation. Right. You're doing the bare minimum gynecologically and so <laughs> there would be a chance that could be missed yeah you're not having ultrasounds typically. but plus they, they said they did multiple ultrasounds tests and x-rays so you're not going in voluntarily and being like how about i just do all this for no reason right it had I, to be a major medical emergency and then the discovery was made 
Got that was very solved? childbirth adjacent and and very fascinating. Educational. You don't know what you don't know. Wow. Yeah. Well, speaking of being labor adjacent or not adjacent in the medical field, but I was literally adjacent to some of these people. Okay. In the hospital. Mm-hmm. Since I was kind of sitting around, I really wasn't supposed to get up much, but I would there the little ice machine in a fridge was like kitty corner from my room. And then there'd be all these other rooms that people were staying in and having babies, but they were like in and out in two to three days. Yeah. Anyway, and I would keep some snacks in like the staff fridge. (laughs) I made myself at home. (laughs) Anyway, but at night when not as many people were there or watching me as closely, I would (laughs) go and kind of walk around the halls just because I was dying. I mean, you guys, your legs get so restless sitting like that and Mm -hmm. you're pregnant. Sometimes when I'd wander around, I'd hear like ruckus and things going on. (laughs) So one of the times when I was there... I heard the most animalistic scream I've ever heard in my life, like primal from the depths of her soul screaming. Oh gosh. And I was concerned. Yeah. And I was filling up my ice and I was listening and like the ice was like spilling over my cup. Do you know what I mean? Because I was yeah. just not really filling my ice. Mm-hmm. So I started to like tiptoe over by oh, her gosh. door. Oh gosh, don't get closer. And I start listening and it's just like, <sighs> and I was like, I like had my mouth covered. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. And the nurses come running in, mm-hmm. and I and I'm, I'm embarrassed because I'm not supposed to be up. You're not supposed to be spying on someone. And I just said, at one of their I'm most just, vulnerable moments I, of their life. I wasn't life. looking in the door, <laughs> and I just said, I, I'm just concerned. Is she okay? <laughs> and they're like, Yep, yeah, just please go back to your room. And one of the ladies goes, She just went from a three to a nine in minutes. Oh, and she hasn't had her epidural yet, mm-hmm. so she just was waiting on it. And it literally like progressed so fast. Oh. And I hear the people on the phone being like, get her the epidural, get her the, the anesthesiologist now. now. And later when I was talking to one of the nursing friends, they said that the husband had his back pressed against the wall. Like he couldn't even console this woman. It was like an exorcism situation. And they said she was, she just progressed so fast and she was standing up and she was just gripping onto the bed and just screaming. And he just was oh, pressed against the wall. My word. He didn't know what to do. <laughs> Was that bad? Who does? I mean, um, you don't go holding her hand and telling her to breathe in that situation. Uh-uh. You're gonna get punched in the throat. <laughs> you know. Yes. So anyway, that happened, and then um, I also had a girl have her baby in front of the elevator while <gasps> I was there. I forgot about that. Yep. So same thing where I remember I rode the elevator like that day. I was yeah. like, right here. Well, right because, here's where it happened. Well, because they had like had to do full on cleanup right there. Yeah, and yeah. But she was like her second or third baby, and then her other babies took a long time, so mm-hmm. she waited. And that's the number one thing mm-hmm. I would recommend because I heard this story time and time again while I was there. I waited too long. They waited too long because their first one, they ended up getting sent home or whatever. But the thing is, is your body knows what to do usually on the second, oh. third, fourth, fifth. Mm-hmm. And so so this girl waited too long mm-hmm. and ended up – they her husband said, I need a wheelchair for my wife. And when they came down, she was in front of the elevator, and they like oh. sat her down, and she just pushed the baby out oh, my like, on the floor. Oh my word! The elevator. <laughs> I don't know if they were in. The, I think they were like just at out, the doors, yeah, at the, the threshold doors. of the elevator. <laughs> yeah, we had a couple of listeners like write in about different things, like with their husband. Like you were saying, that husband was like backed up against the, the wall, wall. <laughs> and it's hard to know what to expect. And these these poor guys. I don't want to say poor guys because you are not the victim of the situation. No. But if one um, thing's for sure, though, if I'm screaming like that, you darn well better be in the thick of it with me. Yeah, you're not over there. Hiding in the corner. You <laughs> yeah. stand up, be a man, and you be by my side, regardless of how scary I am mm-hmm. acting. Because, yeah, this listener said that they ha- um, went to the hospital dilated to like an eight and a half. Yeah. And she said she was making, yeah, guttural animal noises. <laughs> and 
And she said, like you're having an out of body experience. Like I've never heard that noise come out of my own mouth. Yes. And she said, her husband said it was equal parts hilarious and heartbreaking. And I'm like, don't you say it was hilarious. You say it was heartbreaking. You can say it was hilarious like a year later. And you, no, you say that it is speaking of adjacent, it is heroic, adjacent to Xena warrior princess. Yeah. Thank you very much. (laughs) And, uh, because this listener, she said that she was going to get the epidural uh-huh. and she's leaning forward. You know, they have you bend over mm-hmm. and then a lot of times they have the husband like grab your hand. So you're face to face with your husband. Yes. He's giving you some support. And eye contact and whatever. Yeah. While they do the epidural. And all of a sudden her husband is like, oh, and the nurse goes, are you okay? No. And she has to. Dan, no, not right now, Dan. <laughs> and so he, she has to sit him down. So that he Basket doesn't case. pass out. He didn't even see the needle. If he's no, he did. Oh, he did. okay. And she goes, "What in the heck? What was that?" Right. Because like, I need face you. Face I need me. you to be my rock right now. Right. And right now, I'm the one and holding right it now, together. You're a puddle. You're a hot mess. <laughs> not actually hot. You're just a mess. Yeah. This is not hot. This is unattractive. <laughs> and he said, "I was. I really was. I wanted to. I wanted to be that for you." But <laughs> he goes, "When I saw that McDonald's straw needle yeah. <laughs> come out, he's like, I couldn't." I lost it. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> it is. It's like a big, really big. I didn't even look at it. Don't I, show me. Don't show yeah. me. Yeah. I would give my eye teeth <laughs> to watch a man have a baby. Would you not? Yeah. That would be. Or be pregnant. Because those those strap-on bellies, absolutely. No, that's a TENS machine. Or the ones that you like strap on that are like the size. And they're like, oh, oh yeah. This, yeah, this is kind of uncomfortable because my back hurts now. It's no. Like, no, 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 no. Your organs. That is the least of it. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Your hormones, your organs, your every every function the of your nausea. body. Yeah. Like has... make him feel nauseated. Make him have acne. Make <laughs> him be lash out irrationally because be... you don't have nacho cheese and you always hated nacho cheese before this. And, and... that you haven't been sleeping well. <laughs> and so you're you're a little tired. Mm-hmm. A lot tired. Mm-hmm. Like all the things. Maybe, it's, maybe it's... make his ankles swell up. Yeah. And just can't wear his shoes and he has to wear flip flops in January. <laughs> or Crocs to work like I had to. I would leg- Scarlett was born January 28th. I wore flip flops a whole month. Yeah. In Logan freaking Utah. Same. December, I wore these Croc slip ons and <laughs> my feet were so jammed in there. Mm-hmm. I remember the girls in the um, graphic design apart- department were like, I walked in for some reason and they're <laughs> like, oh, your feet. Ah! I'm like, Rip. that's the first thing people are noticing when I'm walking into a room. <laughs> That's my identifier. <laughs> I was just going to say, working as a nurse, as a doctor in labor and delivery, I it would be like working at Jurassic Park. Yeah. Like you're trying to help support this woman through the epidural and suddenly you're catching a full grown six foot man right. from passing out. Right. And that's probably happening throughout the day. Okay. Um, this is a labor nurse that wrote this in. She said they would have patients come in sometimes claiming to be pregnant. Okay. And in labor. Yeah. With their families right outside the room, oh, ready no. to meet baby. Oh, no. These people are not, in fact, pregnant. Oh. She said sometimes, like, they have, they are wearing bigger clothes or maybe they're, they look like they could be pregnant. Right. And they'll do these, they'll do the ultrasound, they can't find heartbeat. They'll call oh. the doctor, come in, can't find a picture of a baby. Yeah. And the doctor has to explain what the patient already knows, that she isn't pregnant. Oh, no. And there's no baby. And so then he usually suggests a psych consultant. Right. Um, As she, would I. But either way, it leads to very awkward conversations for the patients to explain to their families. Yeah. She said sometimes they would stick with the lie and they can't say a word. Right. Because it's their medical. It's hit back. False alarm, family. 
or something like that. It's a thing. It's a thing. Hysterical pregnancy. Yeah. Or, or phantom, phantom pregnancy. pregnancy. So I love nurses and medical professionals. And mm-hmm. I think for the most part, 90% of them are pretty fabulous, mm-hmm. but there is that 10% that you're like, why, why, mm-hmm. why are you here? Why did you choose to go into this? I mean, you had to go to a lot of school. You seem pretty grimly with me right now. And maybe like you don't know what you're doing or super jaded. Maybe you've been doing this too long. Right. That's what I mean. Because I can't remember what it was. I felt like a little bit, there was a snippy one with me. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry. I don't know what I did to you, Stacey. Right. And And, and they got stuff going on in their personal lives. Right. But this listener said after she had her first baby, she went to clean up and take a bath. I'm raising my hand right okay. now. Yes, Allison, you have a question? Why does she get to take a bath? Right. They told me I had to wait six weeks, and I love baths, and mm-hmm. I take baths probably twice a week, mm-hmm. if not more. And <laughs> it's my, it's like my thing. Well, and is there a bathtub in your hotel room? I mean, your <laughs> hospital I room? I like, I don't know. Are you having a baby at a hotel? <laughs> I Apparently, where she... Bougie. Bougie. And she's some sort of They're VIP? letting you do whatever the you hospital? want and get in the jacuzzi tub. She like in the Delta Sky Club, but like for the hospital. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Where like yeah. she gets a special room and all that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they said she went to take a bath and get cleaned up. And the nurse um, left her IV in her arm. But like Britt hates talking about veins and IVs. It's a trigger point. Um, <laughs> anyway, so she she said, you know, you can unhook it, but you can still leave the needle in with that. I'm, sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm cringing so much. <laughs> I love to watch watch the visceral, like (laughs) physical reaction that she has to this. Okay. So anyway, you can just unhook the, what's coming into the IV. I would never want to get in the bath with an IV in my, in my hand. Yeah. Well, guess what happened? So the nurse forgot to like plug the end up. Oh my god! And the girl was so out of it. She just had a baby. Right. So she kind of just like gets on into the tub, but then she, she oh looks down and gosh. sees bath water Shut up. seeping into Dis- her. Oh my gosh. Plugged, unplugged IV. <laughs> She's got like Irish spring seeping into her veins, like mixed with dirty bath water. Because then she said she just looked down and saw it making her way into the IV and was like, oh, oh no. That would make me panic. Like, do I need some kind of shot? Right. You remember how earlier we were talking about like, when I was in the hospital and a girl came in and it was happening, well, two times, it yeah. was happening so fast and it progressing so fast. So this listener said her delivery with her fourth and final baby was wild. She said she's always had fast deliveries, but this was next level. She said she was only about a three, okay, dilated to a three when she came in and when she was checked, but she knew from the past deliveries that this was going to go quick. Uh-huh. Not my story. Love to know the secret on that. She said she was getting close and she just could tell. Yeah. And so she kept saying to the nurse, like, hey, can you have the doctor come check me? Mm-hmm. And she just kept saying these patronizing things like, you're doing so good. And <laughs> okay, yeah, like we're going to get there and I'll get the doctor. Cut and the crap, Liz. Get him in here. <laughs> I know my body. <laughs> so finally, she just looked at her and was like, I need you to get the doctor in here to check me. I feel like I need to push. Mm-hmm. So she finally had the doctor come in and he was like, oh, yeah, she needs to push. And the nurse starts to push the button on the side of her bed. The craftmatic adjustable bed. Yeah. To yeah. sit her up. <laughs> and as she's sitting up, she just feels the baby slip out. Oh my gosh. And she just said to the doctor, I think I just had him. <laughs> I kind of want to like punch this person in the face. I'm so jealous. I'm just kidding. And she said, and the doctor was like, oh yeah, you did. <laughs> Pretty impressive. She said everyone in the room was shocked. <laughs> 
<laughs> including herself. Yeah. I just blows my mind. Like mm-hmm. everybody's body's different, but like my third baby, I had to be induced because obviously there were complications and he was still preemie. So my body just like wasn't doing it because uh-huh. it was like, hi, hey, we have more time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hi, no, we don't. You have given me, what is it? Not progesterone. Pitocin. Pitocin. And my body was like trying. Anyway, mm-hmm. it got very crazy and very wild. And I said the F word. <laughs> And I'm usually like in these situations, I don't want to be that girl that's like, yeah, like screaming. Mm-hmm. But um, I had been in that room for 30 days ish, and I said, "Who was present? Just my husband." Okay. And I like, was and not, like doctors, nurses. No, okay. I was not progressing, and then and they kept checking me and checking me, and I was in so much pain because they just kept upping the pit. Yeah. And I had been in that room, and my mental status was not great. <laughs> they said something like, "We're going to come back in and check you in a minute," or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him and I said. If I have not at least gotten to a four, I'm going to jump out the effing window. <laughs> and he's like, well, you've She's had a, a pretty nice lady. I really don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> she said if she had to look at me for five more minutes, she was going to jump, jump out, out the, the window. window. <laughs> She's a really nice lady, so I wouldn't want her to do that. <laughs> and my husband's eyes just kind of got big because, again, I am – theatrical but like i'm not typically one that's just like (sighs) and then his mom called and like within a minute or so of saying that and and i could just abort yeah and so i could just hear him saying it's it's not a great time (laughs) and him being like and him saying she's she's not she's not doing okay she's not doing great (laughs) i was like no i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna mince words here maybe you should have taken that phone call in the hallway andy and then my husband you're making it worse (laughs) and then i said to my husband well my husband's response to my i'm gonna jump out the effing window was he said well you've had your epidural so i think it's safe to say you can jump out the window <laughs> it's like i'm not worried about this empty Actually threat happening. <laughs> it's, it's all talk guys don't yeah. worry <laughs> i'd like to see you try <sighs> speaking of not a good time well but this person i think actually appreciated the levity in the situation okay she was going in for a c-section which is high stress yeah you know and mm-hmm. all this stuff and she probably looked panicked and her nurse just says, you know what? Um, it might be time for a joke. You want to hear a joke? <laughs> so Ooh, she, tread lightly. Trina. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's like, okay, sure. Land on me. Yeah. I don't really know. I'm drugged up enough. Anything yeah. could be funny. She said, how does Snoop Dogg get his whites so white? Okay. okay. And you guys are going to have to bear with me here because <laughs> it's, I wish I could hear someone say it to me. Right. Um, because the way she typed it was like, B L E E dash C H. So it's like two different. So I'm like, is it bleach or is it like bleach? <laughs> Either way, she loved it. And uh-huh. they named their child after this nurse. Oh, I was going to, I hope I was glad it wasn't she named their child after Snoop Dogg. <laughs> so Snoop D O double G. I really like his songs. It's fine. It's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> It's kind of hard being Snoop Deal Double G. Okay. <laughs> That's so funny. She named her baby after that after nurse? After that nurse. If your joke is so good. Lands so well that someone names their child after you, you've arrived. <laughs> Has anybody named their daughter Allison or Britt after us? After jokes? So. Come on, guys. I think so. They're great names. <laughs> it would be really funny to do an episode of strange baby <laughs> names. Because I just don't want to offend anybody. I know. It's true. Because someone's like, wait a second. Yeah. That's my baby name. Right. And she's adorable. Right. I'm sure they are. Mm-hmm. But nurses probably see 
some hilarious fun. crazy names like my the, kids have unique names. like the urban myth of shafid you know yeah and i don't know it might be real might not <laughs> shafid it's terrible <laughs> but you know how when i was like being a labor and delivery nurse has to feel like you're working jurassic park okay because and maybe this is because i'm picturing i'm like you know when the raptor on jurassic park is in the stainless steel kitchen yes and it jumps onto the countertop yes so this listener said she has had four kids. Okay. Three out of the four have got their shoulders stuck on her pelvis oh. during delivery. See, I feel like that makes me cringe more than the veins and the needle talk. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm weird. A shoulder to the pelvis inside <laughs> inside the pelvis. Yeah. Um. She said, luckily, none of them damaged muscles or broke their clavicle, which is common. Oh my uh, gosh, common. Yeah. But imagine, but, like, you come into this world with a broken clavicle. Right. Yeah. You're just. It's set be, up for failure. It's going to be your Achilles heel your whole life. Mm-hmm. And um, she said, luckily, it wasn't broken. She goes, but every time, every birth was different. They, yeah. Somehow they were able to shimmy that baby out, but it was a different approach every time. Mm-hmm. Um, she said the first time the nurse jumped on the bed with her. Whoa, hold on. Pushed, In what position? Like, I don't know. But like I said, I'm picturing the raptor. Yeah. On just like, okay, here we go. I like a, I like a girl who just. Is like this gets is, it done we though. We need to like, get don't, this don't baby out. Pussyfoot around. <laughs> that was a terrible pun. <laughs> um, I asked my husband. I was like, "Hold on." I say that quite often. Where does that come from? Because it's an uncomfortable term. <laughs> Literally, like how cats walk like, uh-huh. tenderly. Mm-hmm. You know. So, but that was a terrible choice of words for what we're talking about. Right. I don't like it when somebody. Oh, and I was about to say beats around the bush too. And that's <laughs> terrible too. I like someone who'll just get on don't, there and get it don't done. Don't be shy. Yeah. Don't be shy. Get it done. This needs to happen. Yes. I'm just so curious. Is she, was she straddling her? Was <laughs> I she, don't know. You know. I'm just picturing like, it's time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was another saying that I said on the podcast and I, I thought that mom would be like, oh, Britt. Um, but then I found that it actually has an, like an origin that is totally un like innocent and totally innocent when i said balls to the walls balls to the wall once yeah and i was like i guarantee mom's gonna be like Brett. yeah it does not mean balls in the sense that we all think it means okay it's some kind of um like catalytic converter type situation where <laughs> when something gets Whoa. really revved up something like in engineering okay gets really revved up and like the there's these certain parts of the machinery that gets thrown to the wall when it's like ready to go. Oh, okay. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm just talking engineering folks. Right. You're so smart. <laughs> you're basically a genius. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we can put the P word. I think you might have to take that out. But if you're saying it in the, in the same way, in the phrasing yeah. that you did, that there's a movie we, called Puss in Boots right now right. out in theaters we for children. Yeah. And I heard it's good. And I heard people <laughs> cried. And no one's, no one's censoring the title. Right. We'll see. We'll just see how it lands. You're just going to have to see. <laughs> well, this is a short one, but it's good. This listener said that her husband shattered the light fixture in the hospital what? room, carrying the chair over his head to sit by her bedside. Oh my gosh. Well, that thing's right in the middle. You're shattering it onto your laboring wife. I have a question. Is it like just the general light fixtures? It's probably the light. Yeah. The light that they use to really see. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Because like my hospital room, it's like a, it's like overhead fluorescent light right so i bet it was i'm guessing it was like the big old mamma jamma uh-huh. that they like shine down there let me know what your hospital bill was. right oh those things probably cost like four thousand dollars <laughs> don't you think more. probably more oh if an gosh. epidural if getting an epidural uh-huh. have you guys ever looked at your bill i they're try about, not to they're like 12 to 15 called an avoider yeah <laughs> i like to look at it and be like wow mm-hmm. they're like 12 12- Twelve to fifteen hundred dollars mm-hmm. for an epidural. Mm-hmm. You guys, 
the guy that was giving my giving me my epidural like the first time mm-hmm. was whistling, singing. He was opening the iodine packet. <laughs> he threw it across the room. He is acting way too casual. Right. So casual. I'm like, my paralysis lies in your, your hands. hands. And then it smacked the wall like the iodine packet and went no. and then slid into the garbage can. Like this oh. guy was a hot mess. He, that's and I like was he's had a little and, something to drink. And my husband was looking at me and you could tell he was trying not to make me panic, but he was kind of like, is there any other epidural doctor? Around? No, it already took for 45 minutes for him to get there. <laughs> and I was like <laughs> throwing things around yeah. the room. He like, was just like willy nilly. I'm like, you're making me panic. This guy makes $1,200 every 15 minutes. <laughs> just kidding. I don't know how much he's taking home, but uh-huh. he is. It only takes like, if that 15 minutes mm-hmm. in there. And he is just willy-nilly throwing, throwing his equipment around the room. Yeah, I'm like, you have nurses in here. I'd be like, hand things off. At least yeah. Pretend pull like the, you're Pull the garbage bin near, sober. near you. <laughs> yeah. And then my second anesthesiologist, I was like, I could kiss you. He's like, oh, this is going to be easy. You're skinny. And I'm not. Well, I love you. <laughs> I'm not because I'm nine months pregnant. But if somebody, when you're nine months pregnant, tells you you're skinny, I was like, I trust you with my life. <laughs> I mean, I don't trust your judgment. Throw any of your equipment around the room. I won't care. (laughs) I don't trust your judgment, actually, because you... Once again, is there another epidural doctor around? (laughs) One guy was too casual. I believe they're called an anesthesiologist. This guy's too much of a liar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but if you shattered that light, man. Plus, you've got shards of glass when you're like... Right. I'm like, I guarantee they had to move rooms. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Have you ever dropped a glass in your kitchen? Nobody move. Nobody move. I lost my contact. Um, I'm like, seriously, do not come in here. You might step on a shard. Well, kids. and it feels like you you like sweep a very vast perimeter of where the glass and then dropped. The next and then day, three days later, you like, step on oh glass or find glass. So that's what I'm saying. Like they they, they had to just shut that room down forever. Yeah, you would have had to get wheeled out, full new costume. Yep, costume gown. <laughs> I didn't get a costume, Britt. That's not fair. I was thinking of gown. <laughs> so this listener wrote in and she said that her last delivery was what the nurses call a stop and drop. Like stop, drop, and roll? <laughs> I mean, there was no fire involved right. that I know of. Well, the um, ring of fire. <laughs> um, but she said she got there at like 6.30 mm-hmm. and had the baby at 6.45. What? Again, yes. I don't understand how, how people's does this bodies happen? like know what to do. <laughs> but she said she had to go to a hospital that she wasn't even registered for. Oh, Because they were nearest. just like the nearest hospital needed to be uh-huh. in. So she wasn't even registered. They didn't have any of her information and they had the baby like that. Because it was so fast yeah. and so intense, she just kept being like, I'm so sweaty. I'm so sweaty, like dripping. Mm-hmm. And... Obviously, no time for an epidural. Right. That's 15 minutes. Wowzers. So she said she was just clenching on and grabbing things. Uh-huh. She accidentally grabbed the nurse's boob <laughs> and yelled, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, sometimes you're just like, whatever, right. I whatever. I bet they've been kicked in the face. Like I, I bet said, they've been, This is yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah. And... So he delivers the baby. They're taking care of the baby. And she was just so sweaty that she's just like, I got to start changing. And I she wonder if like, it was like, you know how after you sweat and then you're freezing? Because yes. after I have babies, I get really shivery clammy. and clammy. Uh-huh. And then I like want to change them, get warm blankets. And I remember seeing you after you had your baby and they were piling on all blankets. these warm, warm yeah. blankets well, from the warmer. it's probably a little bit of a form of shock. I think so. You know? And she goes, it was just so funny because like I said, it wasn't her normal hospital. So they were like, okay, now what's your name? Yeah. And, um, <laughs> what's your insurance? She's like, you and I have just been to second base. Could I at least get, get your, your name? name? And you are now undressing yeah. fully. 
she sent a picture to her like close friends and family, probably holding the baby or something. Right. And they're like, did you take a shower right before she was that, that sweaty? Oh my gosh. I mean, I, that would be pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> to have a baby in 15 minutes. Well, if the- probably with just some, whoever, whatever doctor was there. Right. Or not even a doctor could have been. I mean, yeah. they take so long to like get you checked in and get you all settled. And, and they're like, okay, the doctor, he's probably going to be around in about um, an hour and a half. Yeah, he's on his dinner break like, right what? now. What? Mine was at church. Yeah. <laughs> My first one. They're like, she'll be here. She's at church. But we have a great story on behalf of Mama Gab Fest. Yep. Our mother, Karen. <laughs> so uh, when she was having you, mm-hmm. right? I think so. Um, we lived back... Or, I didn't. I was not here yet. Um, you guys lived back <laughs> east. And so a lot of times in these bigger city hospitals, when you go to like your aftercare, you, they don't have enough room for people to have like their own rooms, mm-hmm. which is kind of mind boggling to me. Yeah. Like I w- that would be so wild. Yeah. So this woman that she happened to get put with was furious. And because her husband was a resident at that hospital and she said, isn't a resident like not yet? A that's doctor? what I said. I'm like, that's like a little lower on the totem pole. No offense if any of you are residents are married to some, but eventually they You're will not like the hospital CFO or whatever. Right. They're like, excuse me, my husband works at the front desk check-in. Do you know who I am? Like they're still like training basically. Yeah. Anyway, she was her husband is in his residency, so she demanded like a better room or like a room alone. So anyway, they're probably like, yeah, sure, add it to her bill. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, you can have a private room, have everything you want. The price is right. <laughs> so anyway, my mom was like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she got this other roommate, and she said she was real funny from South Philly, kind of yes. attitude, you know. She really liked her. She was spunky. <laughs> well, it's like the middle of the night, and they because they always like they take the babies. To the nursery, uh-huh. and a lot of times the moms can sleep. Mm-hmm. And the door kind of opens, and my mom said it's dark, and they bring this baby in, and it's like, and she said it was a pretty bad cry, like, whoa. And then she was like, oh my gosh, I really hope that's not my baby. <laughs> she wheels the baby over, and they're like, oh, you know, it needs to feed or whatever. So mm-hmm. she started like sleepily in the dark, grabbing the baby and trying to nurse the baby, and the baby was just squirming and pulling away, and she couldn't get the baby to latch. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, she like looks down and is like, what? And she's like, this isn't my baby. <laughs> well, the best part about it is it was the baby from the first roommate, not yes. the second one. Uh-huh. So they had forgotten to switch the room number on the labels. Mm-hmm. This is how babies get switched. <laughs> anyway, but she said, and so she was like, this isn't my baby. And they were like, oh my gosh. So they like, take the baby back. Well, her roommate just thought it was hilarious because she's like, of all the people, you know, like <laughs> that's who, you know, I'm super sassy and just couldn't get enough of the fact that they brought the wrong baby to, and she just basically tried to feed it, nurse oh, yeah, it. just like the office. Yep. Oh, yes. And that's what I told my mom. I'm like, mom, there's a full-blown office episode and Pam nurses and it's like, we're doing it. We're nursing. I know. It's the opposite. She was like so excited. Yeah. Yay. And it's like, actually, that's not your kid. This is the opposite. Oh my gosh. Yay. It's not my kid. Yes. Did you know in that scene? The, the lactation specialist in that scene is her husband, husband in yes. real life. And so I saw some outtakes of Jim like trying to make – or like they were trying to make each other feel uncomfortable. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, God, I that was funny. <laughs> That's the worst. You just hate that guy. Yes. <laughs> You're like, hmm. God, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Well, thanks for opening 
up. Oh gosh. What Allison's is wrong with got me? All the puns. I didn't even mean to. It just like it's just popped out, if you will. Okay, oh, we better go. We better we go. We better go. We need to wrap this mm-hmm. up. We went from a three to a nine real fast, if you know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, thank you for being willing to share these yeah. crazy experiences. And I don't think we like got too graphic. No, it was more just wacky yeah and if you are expecting and you've listened to this i hope we didn't scare you because you're already on the ride and mm-hmm. you can't get off so <laughs> you're just gonna have to commit and do it and you're gonna be just fine and even Ooh. if even if it is crazy just remember someday you'll laugh about this all right you guys keep gabbing along with us again thank you so much for your support on instagram keep sharing our podcast keep telling people about it so that we can ha- get more gabbers this season and we'll catch you later bye bye And I'm like, <laughs> we can't even put this in. She's going to be I know. <laughs> What's up? She think if you had two uteruses, yeah, uteri, um, that you could get, get pregnant with two babies. So I saw a show about that once. Oh, yeah? And I think very, very rare. Uh-huh. But I think but it can happen. Yeah. I would give my high teeth <laughs> to watch a man. Your eye teeth. Eye teeth. I thought it was high teeth. Eye teeth. Like these are the high ones. No, like there's like, they're called like, you know how they're like the incisors, the molars, yeah. the eye teeth. Good to know. <laughs> Apparently she didn't close the thing. Right. So sure, get in the bath. <laughs> is there a bath? Did someone not tell me that I could is get in there? Yeah. <laughs> so some lady, you take a bath, honey. Yeah. Let me unhook you. <laughs> some grandma from next door. You look like you could use a bath. <laughs> okay, so. Let's get you in the bath. So- Valeria. I need to say that again because crossed is my pet peeve. I don't know what just happened. Okay. It's okay. Just be quiet. Kid. <laughs> I'm not going to be ignored, Dan. <laughs>